Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So City Council uh, back behind closed doors once again, it seems, today, uh, as the Olympic issue continues to dominate with the plebiscite uh, just over uh, a month away. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Now, one of the arguments uh, that's that's been frequently made in this uh, Olympic conversation is the economic impact. And, and I think that is appealing to, to a lot of folks here in Calgary because, as we all know, I mean, this, this city has had a rough couple of years economically. We've still got a very stubbornly high unemployment rate. we got a lot of vacancy in downtown Calgary. It's certainly a city that seems to be in need uh, of a boost, some kind of a, a, a kickstart, something to get it going. Could the Olympics be that? Proponents have certainly tried to frame it that way. We'll be building things for the Olympics. People will be coming to the Olympics. It'll have a tremendous impact. But will it? Now, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation has been uh, looking at that question. Joining us on the line this afternoon, uh, Franco Terrazano, Alberta Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, taxpayer.com. Franco, thanks for joining us here today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, in fact, you were at one of those uh, vacant downtown office towers today to, to talk a bit about this. I mean, I, I guess that, that premise, I mean, that, that Calgary's gone through a rough patch, I mean, that, that's obvious to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Calgary has gone through a rough patch. Um, but, but look, I mean, Calgary does have some challenges uh, facing us ahead. It's important to remember, though, Calgary doesn't need to waste billions of tax dollars to be a great city. Um, the last thing Calgary needs to uh, the last thing Calgary needs to grow the economy, create jobs, attract people and investment, and fill these empty office spaces that we have is more taxes. And um, with this large taxpayer bill that is in front of us, and with all governments being broke, well, guess what? More taxes is, is exactly what it's going to take to pay for the Olympics. The, the argument that th- this is going to be some kind of a Olympic boost, I mean, first of all, just if you look at the downtown, it's hard to see how the downtown would benefit in, in any way from hosting the Winter Olympics. Yeah, well, you know, the argument that we often hear is that, well, there's going to be a spike in tourism, uh, businesses will benefit. And sure, you know, some businesses will surely benefit through construction or even the ro- uh, restaurant and hospitality industry as well. But there's actually little evidence that tourism increases during the games. So economists have been uh, saying, uh, you know what, like people will visit Calgary to see the games, but some tourism will actually be lost as security, large crowds and higher prices encourage people to go elsewhere. Um, it's important to remember cities like London, Beijing, Salt Lake City, they all saw their tourism shrink during the years of the Olympics. Even during London 2012, the city's traditional tourist hotspots were ghost towns. 
as normal traffic was non-existent with um, all the visitors just flocking to the games. I've been digging through newspaper reports and you hear about businesses in Vancouver um, uh, that were excited for the games and then when the games actually rolled around they lost a lot of sales as construction was a big issue, as street closures were a big issue. Um, there's also reports in Vancouver as well as uh, South Korea that uh, winter sports facilities lost uh, sales as well as less tourists were coming in as it was the Olympians, uh, the Olympians that were on the hills. In terms of how we're going to pay for this and finding ways to pay for this, whether it's diverting spending from what otherwise might be spent elsewhere, whether it's new taxes to, to cover the bill of this, what's the economic downside of whatever economic upside the Olympics might have? Okay, so the question that I've been asking all Calgarians when they ask, well, well, why is there no economic benefits here? Well, I ask them a simple question. If your goal is to give a real boost to the economy, which of these options would you choose? Would you increase taxes or run up a deficit, transfer money between governments, or put all of your economic eggs in a month-long basket? Well... Probably none of the above. Yet this is really how Calgary 2026 hopes to kickstart the economy sometime in the next eight years. And look, there's, there's four simple reasons, um, among others, why this won't provide uh, the economic benefit. One is that no governments have money for this, so more taxes are sure to come. Businesses all around Calgary have already been reporting how more taxes has been impacting them in a negative way. And then second, because there is no money for this, well, uh, guess what? We're neglecting that large deficit. Calgarians already owe nearly $30,000 in provincial and federal debt alone. Calgarians have been warned by city council that they face tax hikes or service cuts. And then here's another big thing. We're relying on federal transfers as a path to development, or at least one of the paths to development. I mean, what could go wrong here? To me, uh, relying on federal transfers may be the least Albertan economic strategy imaginable. And then finally, the fourth reason why this isn't a great economic strategy is because it's sweeping the real investment issues right under the rug. Like, is, is Calgary, is Canada, is Alberta not getting investment because the international community doesn't know we exist? Or are we not getting investment because they know Calgary and Canada's policy issues all too well, and they're happy to stay away. Yeah, well, and, you know, I mean, you mentioned that budget. We're not going to see it until after the, the plebiscite, and there, there could be a lot of bad news in that budget in terms of, you know, including tax increases. I think we're, we're expecting four years of tax increases. Uh, we're not going to see that before the plebiscite. We get counsel behind closed doors yet again today. I mean, we've had to rely on, on whistleblowers or leakers, however you want to categorize them, uh, to get information uh, out in front of the public. I mean, how concerned have, have you been just about the transparency around all of this, whether people know what they're voting on on November 13th? Oh, uh, we're, we're very concerned about the transparency, and really most people that we've talked about are saying the exact same thing, even if they're on the fence. Like, it's just a big concern around the transparency. Look, here's the big thing. Thing. On November 13th, everyone's going to be saying, go out, make sure you vote, make sure your voice is heard, and that's a good thing. But the vote is on a billions of dollars uh, worth of taxes. And then the very next day, we're going to hear from city council, as Calgarians have already been warned, there's just no money for anything. Tax hikes, service cuts. So what we're really going to be hearing is that there's no money for the essentials, but yet somehow there's going to be uh, money coming in for the Olympics. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other things we need to con consider as well. Like, so what's the debt repayment timeline? Uh, are we going to be paying for this years down the road? I mean, uh, we need to know these things. And then what are the financial projections for the new facilities? Are they going to be sustainable? Are they going to require tax dollars year after year to keep them afloat? There's still so many question marks in the air. Um, you know, we've also heard whether or not we're going to get the, the federal um, portion announced before the plebiscite. Like, this is a huge question mark, and I'm really worried that Calgarians are going to be 
be signing a black a blank check um, for these Olympics. Yeah, I think that's a very valid concern. Uh, more taxpayer.com. Franco, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Franco Terrazano, Alberta Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. You know, the economic impact uh, argument is interesting. Um, there was a, a report done for the Canada uh, Canadian Olympic Committee following the 2010 Vancouver Games. Uh, Rob Van Weinsberg, education professor at UBC, uh, was tasked with preparing this uh, report for, um, for the Canadian Olympic Committee to look at the impact of the Vancouver 2010 Olympics. And what's interesting, and it found that, you know, for example, there was a red mittens effect, kind of that feel-good effect from the Games. There was uh, certainly an infrastructure benefit. Uh, this report argued that uh, things like the new convention center, uh, the new railing to the airport, the Sea to Sky Highway, that the Olympics helped help realize some of those projects that, that, were, that were otherwise needed. But the problem, and this report found, is that there wasn't much of an economic impact. The report states that the Games did not provide, the Globe Mail reports, a significant boost in tourism, nor did the event appear to significantly change the international images of Vancouver or Whistler. Compared with Edmonton and Toronto, Vancouver and Whistler had no significant increase in tourism in 2010 over 2009. Uh, this finding suggests that being an event region had little to no effect on the number of overnight tourists during the event year. The report also states the Games, quote, did not appear to have influenced the attractiveness of the host cities with respect to either the consumer price index or the value of the real estate market, with no unusual change in either. So if you want to try to argue that the Sea to Sky Highway or the uh, Canada Line, the rapid transit to the airports, that that's part of the legacy, well... This plan for Calgary doesn't envision anything like that. So we're not going to get that. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.